For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Superman Show from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, adam at adamsweb.us. Be sure and rate the show on iTunes. And I also do want to encourage you, if you've not already, to pick up your copy of Powerhouse Hard Press. My latest superhero comedy novel is available for all ebook readers, including uh, in the iBook store, for the Nook, and for the Kindle. Well, we are indeed going to uh, take some time off uh, from the show, and I found a couple of great uh, guest hosts who will step in for the next few months. Uh, while we work, continue to work on other projects, um, I, I, we're going to do something very different today, and it's dictated um, by the condition of the Superman episodes themselves. Uh, when I turned on uh, Part 7 of uh, the Phony Song Publishing Company, uh, what I found was that the 13-minute, 42-second file for that serial was actually mixed in with um, clips from other serials, uh, and it, it's and I checked about three or four different versions of this, and I've kept finding the same thing. And this will sometimes happen, originate way back when, when a uh, person only has a partial recording, filling it up to make it look like it's a full uh, story. Whether part seven in full is actually out there, I don't know. But we actually only have um, five minutes and 39 seconds of part seven. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> I think that, given that, I'm not going to make you listen to 5 minutes and 39 seconds and come back on Wednesday. So we will go ahead and we'll do this show in total with what we have of Part 7 plus Part 8. And the recap from Part 8 should fill us on anything we miss from Part 7. So apologize for this, but uh, here now is the Phony Song Publishing Company Part 7 and Sorta Part 8. Actually, it's Sorta 7 and 8, but here we go. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky, it's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. He, 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 Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Today, Clark Kent is worried about the mysterious absence of his young co-workers, unaware that Jimmy Olsen and Feeney Martin stand in dire peril of their lives. <laughs> 
Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. You know, even if you tried, I'll bet you couldn't think of a more exciting prize than those comic buttons in that brand new series Kellogg's Pep is putting out. Think of it. Brenda Starr and Flash Gordon, Vitamin Flintheart, and Superman in full brilliant colors on sturdy white enameled metal buttons that look mighty swell pinned on your jacket or your dress or cap. Eighteen new and different buttons in this new series to collect and to trade duplicates with your friends. Boy, what a hobby. What fun to compare notes on, on how many all the fellows and girls have collected and to look for a new one whenever Mom opens a new package of pet. That's the easy way and the only way to get these comic buttons, you know. He's bright colored and keen looking, believe me. So get busy on your collection, gang. It's easy as anything. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these pep comic buttons anywhere. You get them just by asking mom to get you some Kellogg's pep and looking inside each package for your prize. Yes, sir. Kellogg's Pep is a prize package, all right. Such a super delicious dish for breakfast that, well, you practically can't resist it. Why, those toasted flakes of good whole wheat are crisp and golden and loaded with catchy sunshine flavor. Good for you, too. Sure, Mom knows that. So ask her to get you lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. In a well-meaning attempt to recover $450, which Poco, editor Perry White's little cook, had been swindled out of by racketeers operating a bogus song publishing company, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin, Daily Planet copyboy, stepped into danger. Their intentions discovered by the racketeers, the self-styled Professor Blessing and Froggy, his henchman, Jimmy and Beanie were knocked unconscious, then tied up and left in the professor's locked office. When they came to, they threw themselves against the desk, hoping to dislodge the telephone and so be able to call for help. But in so doing, they overturned a smoking stand on which a smoldering cigar still rested. A moment later, fire leaped swiftly through the office. And as we continue now, the flames are spreading through the old office building. Their arms and legs bound tightly. Trouble and you're going to get it. Go to work on them, Froggy. As we continue now in Professor Blessing's private office, Froggy, the professor's burly, flat-nosed henchman, is advancing on Jimmy and Beanie, a snub-nosed revolver almost hidden in his huge hand. Listen. Slip us mark money and turn us over to the cops, huh, Mr. Reporter? Oh, who? Oh, me? Hey, don't point that gun at us, mister. It might go off. Hold it, Froggy. Huh? What for, Professor? You can't shoot in here. You want to have everybody in the building and the cops on our necks? Gee, that's right. I, I forgot about the noise. Now, 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 wait, Professor. You better not try any funny business. Remember, my paper knows where I am. Yeah, that's right. How interesting. Slug them now, Froggy. Hey! Oh! oh. Jeepers, Jim's out like... Good work, Froggy. That takes care of them. I don't get it. What you just want to knock them out for, Professor? If you had a brain in your head, you'd know. Quick, there must be some rope in the other office. Get it. What for? Ain't we just going to shoot them? Will you stop asking questions and do as you're told? Well, sure, but... Then do it fast. I'll gag them meanwhile. Oh, Chief, this is Clark Kent. Listen, I Hello, want you to Kent. talk to Poco. About... I was just about to leave the house. Uh, I'll be in the office in an hour. Well, I'm glad I caught you before you left. I want you to... I know it, Mr. Kent. Well, how are we going to call him with our hands tied behind us? That's right. Wait, we only have to dial the O for the operator. When she answers, we'll give her the number. But how are we going to dial even one number? That pencil over there on the floor. Huh? I'll put the pencil in my teeth and dial the operator that way. Gosh, you think you can? I've got to. It's our only chance. Come on, now. Roll over to the desk and bump that telephone off. Yep, we can bump it off. We've got it. Come on, let's get busy before the professor and Froggy get back. 
Gritting their teeth, Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin roll across the carpet to Professor Plessy's desk and begin butting themselves against it in a desperate effort to knock over the telephone and thus contact Clark Kent before the racketeers return. We'll know what happens in a moment when we return for the startling climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, gang, I was passing the school in our neighborhood this morning, just about recess time, and I met up with a couple of kids who were really going to town collecting that brand new series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. They got a swell start on collecting all 18 different buttons. Right then, they were swapping duplicates with each other. One young fella had two Superman buttons, and the other had two of Barney Google. Each one needed the button that the other had two of to add to his collection. Yes, sir, it's mighty exciting fun to compare notes with your pals and see who has the most different Pep comic buttons. Seems like, uh, well, you're not in the swing these days unless you're collecting these swell prizes. Faster than a speeding bullet. More powerful than a locomotive. Able to leap tall buildings at a single bound. Look, up in the sky. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Kellogg's Pep. P-E-P, Pep. Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal, presents... The Adventures of Superman. Clark Kent anxiously awaits further word of his young friend's whereabouts. Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin lie tightly bound, helplessly imprisoned in a locked room bathed in mounting flames. Hello there, gang. This is your pal Dan McCullough. Say, uh, you're always meeting up with Goofy and Beezy in the Herald Teen comic strip and uh, Tess Trueheart and Pat Patton. But here's a way you can get all those comic strip characters and more, too. And that's by collecting that exciting new series of comic buttons from packages of Kellogg's Pep. And what fun it is to trade duplicates with your friends and add a new button to your collection. Mighty satisfying, too, to wear all your Pep comic buttons pinned on your jacket or your dresser cap right out where all your pals can see how many you've collected. Because these 18 new and different Pep comic buttons are real beauties. Bright colored and keen looking, believe me. So get busy on your collection, gang. It's easy as anything. You don't have to send in any money, not even a box stop. And you can't buy these Pep comic buttons anywhere. You get them just by asking Mom to get you some Kellogg's Pep and looking inside each package for your prize. Yes, sir, Kellogg's Pep is a prize package, all right. Such a super delicious dish for breakfast that, well, you practically can't resist it. Why, those toasted flakes of good whole wheat are crisp and golden and loaded with catchy sunshine flavor. Good for you, too. Sure, Mom knows that. So ask her to get you lots of P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. And now, the adventures of Superman. In a well-meaning attempt to recover $450, which Poco, editor Perry White's little cook, had been swindled out of by racketeers operating a bogus song publishing company, cub reporter Jimmy Olsen and Beanie Martin, Daily Planet copyboy, stepped into danger. Their intentions discovered by the racketeers, the self-styled Professor Blessing and Froggy, his henchman, Jimmy and Beanie were knocked unconscious, then tied up and left in the professor's locked office. When they came to, they threw themselves against the desk, hoping to dislodge the telephone and so be able to call for help. But in so doing, they overturned a smoking stand on which a smoldering cigar still rested. A moment later, fire leaped swiftly through the office. And as we continue now, the flames are spreading through the old office building. Their arms and legs bound tightly, Jimmy and Beanie helpless on the floor of the racketeer's office. Gaze about them in panic. Listen. Gee whiz, Beanie, now we are in a spot. Yeah, and soon we'll be a couple of pieces of burnt toast, Jim. What do we do? I, I don't know, Beanie. We can only get these ropes off. We can't. 
On them? Yes, sir. Now, all except the two upper floors were occupied by the Williamson Rug Company. I just talked to their manager and all their employees got out safely. Good. What about the two upper floors? That's where the fire is worst. We can't get in there. Well, there are only 14 offices on the two top floors. I've seen all the tenants except those from Office 1219. Some song publishers occupy it. Uh-oh. If they're trapped up there, it's going to be tough to get to them. But we'll try. No, no, wait. wait. Uh, Murray, the man at the cigar stand in the lobby, says that Professor Blessing and his assistant, they run the song publishing company, left the building about half an hour ago. Is he sure? Yes, he said the professor stopped to buy a cigar, and he and his assistant are the only ones in the company. Okay, that's fine. We don't have to worry about anyone being trapped, then. That's some relief. But there's plenty of work left to do. See you later. Yes, Clark Kent speaking. Uh, City Dash, that's Burroughs. Yes, Burroughs. We just had a flash on a big 
fire in Taylor Street, Kent. An old office building. Anyone in danger? Well, the building superintendent claims all the tenants got out in time. Oh, that's I, fine. I thought that you might want to go out and get a story anyhow. They say it's a pretty spectacular blaze. No, thanks. I'm not interested in spectacular blazes. Send one of the kid reporters out on it, Burroughs. Okay. That'll be a good assignment for Jim Olsen. Have you heard from him yet, Kent? No, that's why I'm sticking close to my phone. I'm expecting a call from the chief that my... Uh-oh, there's my phone now. Handle the fire your own way, Burroughs. Okay. Kent speaking. Oh, Kent, this is Perry White. Oh, hello, chief. I've been waiting for your call. Listen, did Any you talk to... Po- Jim and Beanie? No. Hmm. Did you talk to Poco? Not yet, you see. Well, for heaven's sake, what are you waiting for? I told you to but, talk uh, to... But... I'm sure Jim and Beanie are mixed up in that trouble of Poco's, whatever it is. That means Poco knows where they are. Now, you've got to make him tell you. Now, wait. Wait a minute, will you? I can't speak to Poco now. He's asleep. Well, wake him up. I'm surprised at you, Chief. I can't wake him up. What? At least not enough to be intelligible, because the doctor gave him a sedative. Oh? I tried to wake him, but it's no use. All he does is mumble some crazy song about Dizzy Lizzie. Dizzy Lizzie? Yes. I can't make any sense out of it. Huh. I even called the doctor, and he says we won't be able to question Poco for a few hours when the sedative wears off. Oh, that's bad news, Chief. Oh, take it easy, Kent. Take it easy. Jim and Beanie are probably all right. No, I've got a hunch they're not. <laughs> you and your hunches. I told you before, Jim isn't a baby. He knows his way around. Yes, I know, but he's young and impulsive. I told you he admitted Poco was in trouble and said he was going to try to get him out of it. I know, I know. And that strange phone call from that Mr. Anstruther, whoever he is, a little while ago, wanting to identify Jim. I don't like that either. Oh, relax, will you? Uh, Jim and Beanie will probably walk in any minute. I wish they would. we can't do anything about the mystery until Poco wakes up. No, I guess we can't. Right now, it looks as if even I'm stymied. Deeply worried, Clark Kent replaces the telephone. Certain his young friends are in danger, and yet seeing no way to help them. Meanwhile, at the same moment, in the blazing office building, Jimmy Olsen continues his desperate attempt to dial the telephone with the pencil in his mouth in order to contact Kent. Will Jimmy's efforts be successful? We'll know more in a moment when we return to the tense climax of today's episode. So stand by. You know, a certain young lady registered a complaint with me the other day, said I'd been neglecting the girls when I talk about that brand new series of comic buttons that now come in packages of Kellogg's Pep. She said that we have just as much fun as the boys do wearing those smart-looking buttons on our jacket or dress and collecting all the different comic strip characters and, and trading duplicates with our friends. And you know, she's right. Sure, all the gang gets a big kick out of those 18 new and different pep comic buttons. Each one has a true-to-life picture of one of your favorite funny paper friends, like Toots and Casper and Cindy and Superman, of course. Every one of these buttons is really on the beam. And you'll be on that same beam when you get along with your collection. So hop to it. Today, ask Mom to get you a package of Kellogg's Pep, because that's the only way you can get these exclusive prizes. You can't buy them anywhere, and you don't send in any money, not even a box stop. But there's a comic button inside every package of Pep. That's Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. Pep, the golden toasted whole wheat flakes with the catchy sunshine flavor. Pep, the breakfast cereal that gives you extra vitamin B1 and energy vitamin and good old sunshine vitamin D. Remind Mom to get P-E-P, the sunshine cereal, Kellogg's Pep. In Clark Kent's office in the Daily Planet, the man who we know as Superman is anxiously pacing the floor, worried about Jim and Beanie when the ringing of his phone startles him to attention. Hello, Clark Kent speaking. Jim! Is that you, Jim? Yeah, I... I, What's the matter? You don't sound right. I... Beanie and I... Fire! Fire? Did you say something about a fire? 
You're trapped. Where? Where, Jim? Where? Try to tell me. Building. Jim. Jim, tell me where you are. I'll help you. Building. Yes, yes. Jim. 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 Great Scott, he doesn't answer. He must have passed out. Off with his clothes. This is a job for Superman. He said Taylor. And he also said building and office. Burroughs said an office building was on fire on Taylor Street. Jim may be trapped in it. I've got to get to him. Okay, open this window. Now, up and away! Leaping into the sky, Superman rockets away across the city, red scape screaming in the wind. A second, two-second flash by. Then the brilliant glare of the flaming office building comes into his sight. Jimmy Olsen's gallant attempt to contact Clark Kent has succeeded. Now Superman must once more engage in a race against time in order to save the lives of the cub reporter and Beanie Martin. What will happen? Monday's thrilling episode tells the exciting story of what happens. So don't miss it. And remember, for breakfast, it's Kellogg's Pep. For excitement, the adventures of Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Superman DC comic magazines and is brought to you Monday through Friday at the same time by Kellogg's Pep, the sunshine cereal. You know, gang, one word leads to another, like the way those toasty words, crisp, crunchy, crinkly, lead you right on to crumbles. Kellogg's crumbles are toasty and sweet and, and mellow rich on a frosty morning. It's the only cereal in the whole wide world made in those little crinkly shreds of good whole wheat. And so good for you. Sure, Mom knows that. In fact, she'd probably like to see you eat up a bowl of crumbles for breakfast tomorrow. Crisp, crunchy, crinkly, crumbles, Kellogg's crumbles. And be sure to be with us on Monday for the thrilling adventures of Superman. This is the Mutual Broadcasting System. Welcome back. You know, if Jim was as ingenious about not getting caught as he was about escaping when he's caught, or finding ways to get messages to Clark Kent or Superman, he might uh, get into trouble so much, and uh, be less of a risk for life insurance. I thought that this was an, a decent serial. It's not one I would rank as one of the greats, but it was good and it was enjoyable. Um, James Lawrence's main issue with this is the uh, is the uh, presence of Poco um, when he reviews this at supermanhomepage.com. Um, I uh, I'm okay with Poco, so not really an issue there. Uh, he does note that this is yet another serial that Joan Alexander isn't in, and I'm definitely curious as to why. I do know she will come back later. This is the start of a series of episodes involving frauds and rackets that uh, we're going to hear. I will not be hosting uh, the next three serials, um, as um, we've got some other tasks uh, to, with, to attend to, particularly with the completion of the war. And uh, I found a couple listeners willing to uh, step up and to help out with the show. And I really appreciate that. Nathan Caldwell will be with us the next four weeks and present the phony 
housing racket. And he'll be doing the episodes as half-hour uh, programs, so you'll be hearing those on Sunday. And then Blaine Dowler of Bureau42.com will be taking over for the next two serials, the Phony Insurance Racket and the Phony Inheritance Racket. So I'll be back with you again in a few months. And in the meanwhile, you can hear me at GreatDetectives.net and also on the war, thewar.greatdetectives.net. And you can bet I'll be listening and enjoying their work as uh, the Superman radio show is a definite part of uh, my wife and I's week. But taking a break from the hosting and uh, producing is definitely welcome uh, with all the things we've got going on, particularly with the war podcast. I don't anticipate... Um, hopefully that we'll need to do this again, but I'm thankful again to Nathan and to Blaine for stepping up to uh, help with this. All right, well, send your comments to adam at adamsweb.us. We're from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham, signing off. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over prohibited by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.